the fat over the past uh, nine or so years I have been obsessed with anime and manga and while a lot of people start their journey with these mediums as anime I started with manga my sister went through a very very brief phase um, and had a couple of volumes of manga laying around the house which I eventually found and it sparked the obsession behind me that's visible on the shelf. Um, I love this medium. I love anime. I love comic books in general. Uh, you can't see it, but just over on this side of the room, uh, right behind me, is a shelf dedicated to graphic novels as well. Um, I've loved comics and graphic novels since I was a kid, but manga is where the obsession really sort of kicked off. Um, so today, as someone who has been part of this community and actively participating in it for the better part of a decade now, I want to give you some recommendations if you are just getting into manga. Keep in mind, this is to try and get you to try some different series that not a lot of people are talking about, um, so I won't include any of the big three, um, because so many people talk about those series in general, even though I love a lot of them. Um, it's just, they're over-talked about online, and I think I have a good selection of series that are sort of, uh, a little bit less talked about. There are still some that are quite popular, um, and with that being said, hi, I'm Blank, um, and welcome to my channel. I hope you like this video, and I hope I can help you start looking at some series you might not have thought about. My first series is my favorite series of all time. This is the only manga I have collected to its completion. It is the quintessential quintuplets. This is my favorite romance manga I have read, and keep in mind, I haven't read Kaguya-sama, Love It's War, I've heard that's very good, and I've watched a lot of romance anime, but this is the first, or one of the only romance manga I've read, and in terms of a harem, it's not what you would expect. A lot of a lot of series in that genre tend to get a bad rap just because they can be a bit heavy when it comes to fan service and um, this this series isn't it's very wholesome and by the end of the series you are rooting for every single one of the quints um, and even it's one of the series where even if your girl doesn't win you you are happy with the outcome which is very hard to pull off. I do think the ending was a little bit rushed and it could have been fleshed out a little more, but overall I was happy with it. Um, I give the series a nine out of 10. It's not perfect, but for a lot of personal reasons, it's become one of my favorite series. Um, that's mainly due to the anime and I am very sad I didn't get to see the movie in theaters. That is one of the things I was really hoping to do, but it didn't come to theaters near me. Um, and I'm still waiting for it to come out on streaming or Blu-ray, because I do plan on watching it eventually, seeing how they handled the ending when it came to the anime adaptation. Um, overall, like I said, really wholesome, really just chill manga. It's, it does get a little bit more dramatic into the later volumes, I'd say volume 10 onwards, but it is... I feel like it does the series a bit better, and um, I, I enjoyed every single volume of this series. Like I said, it's the only one I've collected to completion so far, um, and it's 14 volumes, so it's not too much of a commitment. Um, 
if you're in Canada, I believe they're around $15 with tax a piece. Um, in America, I believe that's closer to 11 or $12. And then eBooks in Canada, I know are around the $10 mark. So uh, not super expensive to get into, unlike something like Berserk up there. Um, absolutely fantastic series. I'm not recommending it in this video just because those volumes are the best way to purchase it and they are super expensive, but well worth it. Um, my next series is a series I have yet to complete, um, but from what I've read, very, very enjoyable. I have heard it does fall off a little bit later on in the series, which is disappointing, but from the first couple of volumes I've read, Claymore is an absolutely amazing dark fantasy series. It is not on the same level of Berserk, which is pretty much the king of dark fantasy uh, in the manga sort of space, but if you are a fan of The Witcher, I feel like you will very much like Claymore. They're very similar setups. It follows uh, an organization called Claymore, uh, or members of an organization called Claymores, my apologies. Um, and their job is to hunt these monsters called Yomu, and they are pretty much human-eating, super strong, very dangerous monsters, and humans can't kill them. They're too fast, they're too strong, they're too durable. So claymores were created to kill the Yomu for humans. Now, claymores are half human, half Yomu. They have Yomu parts inside of them. Um, which is why I say it's similar to The Witcher, both in terms of like the monster hunter um, following story, but also these humanoid people who were created to fight monsters. Um, and it's, it's a really interesting series. There's some really interesting ideas in the first couple of volumes. Um, like I said, I've heard it does fall off a little bit later on, which is disappointing. But from what I've read, I personally really recommend it if you're looking for a dark fantasy manga uh, with some really interesting ideas. The artwork it is really good. I will say that I really do enjoy the artwork for Claymore, um, as well as just how the story has been executed so far. It's it's a good read from, from what I've read, again. Um, but I, I have, I'm gonna like, half recommend this simply because I have heard it doesn't stay a consistent quality which is disappointing. My next series is another favorite of mine. This is Komi Can't Communicate. This is some of the most wholesome manga I have read. Um, Komi Can't Communicate is sort of a gag manga but not really. Um, there's elements of gag manga in it like if you are familiar with that sort of manga format but it does have an overarching story. The characters are very, very wholesome and very sweet. Um, Komi is a person with a communication disorder. She's very nervous when it comes to talking, um, but that sort of gives her this uh, aura of cool. Um, everyone sees her as like this perfect princess who needs to be protected at all costs and she's perfect where really she's just really shy and meek and she just wants to talk to people but it's it's hard for her to do um and it's it's following her quest to get a hundred friends and it is super funny super wholesome 
Um, I, I don't think I've had a smile on my, or I haven't had a smile on my face while reading this manga. I have the first eight, I still have a couple volumes to get through, um, and I believe they're up to like 22 at this point, um, but if, if the series stays consistent, I haven't heard many people talk about Komi Can't Communicate, I've heard them talk about the anime, uh, not so much the manga, which I hope it does, I, it stayed consistent so far, um, it is probably some of my, some of my favorite manga, and it's, it's very wholesome, uh, very sweet. I like it for a lot of similar reasons I like the quintuplets. Um, it's just a very chill read-through. Um, it's not super action-heavy, there's no, like, drastic plot twists. It's just, it's a fun story and, uh, good to sort of shut your brain off and get a quick dopamine fix, if that's what you're looking for. Um, I'd rate it probably an 8 out of 10. I didn't give a rating for Claymore, I'd probably give it 7.5 out of 10 from what I've read. I do really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, check out Komi Can't Communicate. It's one of the few Shonen Sunday titles I've seen published over here um, instead of Shonen Jump, which is really nice. My next pick is really not talked about, Noragami. Um, I don't know what it is about this series I like so much. I just really enjoy it. The artwork is, I just really like the art style. The action is well laid out. Um, it covers a stray god's journey to become the most worshipped god in the world and it's um it's action heavy because they're fighting supernatural creatures sometimes uh it's it's very reminiscent to bleach in a lot of ways and i absolutely adore that series um but it's a bit of a different twist there's elements of soul eater involved i just i really like it because it's similar to other supernatural shonen battle manga I've read and I think I'm I'm biased here because that is one of my favorite genres. Um but if you are looking for a good shonen action series uh involving supernatural creatures and fights and abilities, heavily, heavily recommend Noragami. Uh recently it has been published in an omnibus edition by Kodansha. I believe they're up to um, the first 12 volumes of it. I don't remember how many volumes Noragami has off the top of my head. Uh, I have the first couple though. I picked them up at a used bookstore and I do not regret my decision. Um, like I said, very, very fun action shonen battle uh, story. It's not groundbreaking, it's not refreshing, but it's just, it's fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, my next pick, I don't know if it's shonen shoujo i don't really know how to classify this this is oshinoko um and it's very different from everything else on this list oshinoko is um from the creator of kaguya-sama love is war i believe i can't remember if it's the artist or the writer or both of them I'm not too familiar with that series myself um but it's a really interesting concept pretty much uh, this, I believe he's a gynecologist, um, ends up working for his favorite idol, um, and the reason he likes said idol is because, uh, there was a patient he was, uh, helping, I believe back when he was, like, very early on in his doctor career, um, and he hadn't specialized in anything yet. And she was a huge fan of this idol, Ai Hoshino. She's the girl on the cover. Um, and so 
the girl ends up passing away, the fan of I, uh, and in order to kind of remember her, the doctor becomes a fan of I as well. Um, long story short, a crazed fan, similar to, well, real life events with John Lennon, except the, I'm gonna cut this out, <laughs> cut, uh, <laughs> Pretty much, a crazed fan uh, kills the doctor because he finds out that the idol is pregnant and he's like driven crazy by that. Um, which is crazy, but it's also like believable because that's happened in real life and it's like people are kind of crazy. Um, but he gets reincarnated as one of her twins. So he goes from being the doctor that was taking care of the babies to being the baby. And that's like, that's just a funny concept to me. Um, but it is a really interesting look at the entertainment industry in, in Japan and at idol culture and the dark side of that. Um, it is very different from anything on this list, but it is very well written. Um, throughout this first volume, there's been a lot of hints at the kids' future, the twins' future of the idol. And I'm just, I'm really excited to read more. I have the first two volumes in Japanese, but I can't, I can't remember where they are on the shelf. I think they're buried behind all this stuff. Um, Cause I have been teaching myself Japanese off and on for the last little bit, but I am nowhere near being able to read this series in it because it is for a little bit uh, of an older audience, um, not necessarily the same shonen demographic or shoujo demographics of this video, um, so it uses more complex writing in the Japanese version, which is hard to read. Um, overall, I give Oshinoko a probably 8 out of 10. Very, very interesting series, very compelling series. I can't wait to see more of this series, pardon me, more of the series, um, simply because it is very different from anything else I've read. Um, and the look into that idol industry and entertainment industry is very, very interesting. Um, it is probably the priciest, well, the second priciest manga on the list. Pardon the chair squeaking. Um, simply because Yen Press tends to price their volumes at around $17 Canadian. I don't really know what that is in America, I'm sorry. I'm guessing probably in the $12 to $13 range. Um, but they are pricey, but I find it worth it. Uh, the next series I want to talk about is my number one series of all time. Uh, and that is saying something because I've only read the first five volumes, but it has been some of the best storytelling in comics and manga and storytelling in general I have read in a very long time. Oh, sorry. Slam Dunk is one of the most slept on sports manga I think I know about. Um, it is a series from the 90s and I think we have Slam Dunk to thank for this series. There are a lot of similarities. I think Slam Dunk does, uh, does better than Haikyuu, not to say Haikyuu's bad. I do really enjoy it. However, Slam Dunk has managed to convey sports in a way I have never seen in manga before. 
the artwork by Takehiko Inoue is some of the best I've seen. You may be familiar with his work on Vagabond. If you're on TikTok, you're probably familiar with it uh, as the dude in the samurai, uh, as the samurai artwork uh, giving you inspirational quotes to be on your hero arc um, because I've seen that a lot on TikTok recently. I don't know. Um, the artwork is phenomenal though. The storytelling is awesome. Uh, the first five volumes have only covered one match and it has yet to end but I am a-okay with that. Um, the story is well paced. I always get sucked into these volumes. I don't know uh, really what to talk about with Slam Dunk simply because I have a video on this channel dedicated to the first four volumes, my thoughts on it and everything. It's 19 minutes long. I can talk about this series for so long. So if you do have, if you're curious about Slam Dunk, go check it out. It's a basketball manga. Um, that's very well written, has beautiful artwork, and some of the best pacing I have seen in the industry. Um, if you want to know more, check out my video. There will be a link in the card over here. Um, and it will also appear at the end of the video, uh, to find out more. My next series, Undead Unlock. This is just fun. Uh, very similar to Noragami for reasons I have it on here, but the power system is very interesting. Um, Undead Unlock doesn't have, like, it's not like Naruto or Bleach or One Piece where you sort of develop your powers. The powers are kind of random. Um, I guess similar to One Piece in a way because you don't really know what fruit you're eating. Although I do believe there's an encyclopedia of devil fruit, so I could be unfamiliar. I have a lot more One Piece to read, I'm sorry. Um, but you're sort of just given a power. So our main character her main characters, he's undead, he cannot die, like, at all. She has the ability uh, to give horrendous unluck to pretty much anyone she touches. It's resulted in a lot of tragedies for her, uh, and they, in the first volume, are being hunted by an organization that tries to take these un-people out, because they just cause chaos. Um, the battles are very interesting because a lot of it revolves around trying to figure out what your opponent's unspecification is. Um, so there is, there's an interesting level of strategy. I'd like to compare it to JoJo's in a lot of ways because, uh, if you have read or watched the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime or manga, you will know that a lot of battles involve figuring out what the enemy stand user has as an ability, and it's very similar in Undead Unlock, and I absolutely love that. It makes for some very, very interesting battles um, and tactics, simply because the one of the main characters cannot die, um, and it's just a very fun, interesting action romp. It's currently sitting around 10 volumes. Um, I believe it might be closer to 11 or 12. I, I've, that's what I've seen at my local bookstores. Um, highly, highly recommend. Uh, it's not super expensive to get into simply because uh, their Viz Media releases, they tend to be in the 10 to $12 range. Um, and just a very, very fun ride from what I've read. I have the first three volumes. Um, and yeah, just, just really fun. I heavily recommend it. It's getting an anime adaptation uh, pretty soon. I believe in, I believe it's next year. So not pretty soon, although this year is flying by pretty quick. 
Um, so if you are kind of hesitant, maybe wait for that to come out. If you just want to see what uh, it's about, I believe you can read the first three chapters free on the Shonen Jump uh, app or website. So it's really, really low risk. Um, I heavily recommend it though. It's it's a very fun uh, shonen battle manga with very interesting battles, and I think that's what's drawn me in the most. Um, as for my next series, this is the most expensive book on the list. These come in between $26.99 and $30 Canadian, um, depending on how recent the edition is, and they're worth it, in my opinion. These have beautiful spines, they look absolutely awesome on the shelf, and Soul Eater is probably, it's the reason I got into, sorry, this volume, it's a little bit of dust and uh, crud on it, so I'm gonna have to clean that off a bit later. But this manga and anime is the reason I got back into Shonen series. I was never a huge fan of them uh, before I watched Soul Eater. This manga, I will be honest, has a lot of fan service. I have seen a lot of people complain about Fire Force. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Fire Force, I'm just going to talk about Soul Eater. Uh, the one thing I will say about Fire Force, the main complaint is the fan service. It exists in Soul Eater. I just think people haven't read Soul Eater in a while. Um, there are some more risque scenes, but to be fair, at the time, that was sort of what you did in Shonen series. The main target is teenage boys, and they have urges. Let's just leave it at that. Um, but if you look past that, because from what I've read, it's not too frequent, there is an amazing, amazing story here. I personally really enjoyed the anime. I wish we would get the fan-dubbed uh, Soul Eater Resonance, similar to what happened with Fullmetal Alchemist. To actually adapt the full manga I just I don't know what to say about Soul Eater because I do want to do a full video on it um, once I get a few more volumes which should be should be around May as soon as I start um, start my new job so Soul Eater is an absolutely fantastic series if you can look past the fan service because I know that will immediately turn a lot of people off from it, and that is a-okay, um, but the artwork is very good. Uh, these perfect editions, which I do recommend getting because they're not super expensive compared to uh, the regular uh, Yen Press editions, but these have full color pages with artwork. I'm sorry, the ring light I'm using is probably blocking or saturating the pages. Beautiful, beautiful illustrations when it comes to the full color artwork. Same with the black and white pages. Oh, my audio peaked, I'm sorry about that. Um, but Soul Eater is an absolutely fantastic shonen action battle series. Um, it has some really interesting fights. The whole battle system in which uh, you have a Meister who wields a weapon and someone who becomes a weapon is fantastic. I absolutely love the idea. Uh, similar to Noragami, where you have uh, gods and regalia, but Soul Eater is just really, really fun. The artwork is awesome. 
uh, soul resonance is a really interesting concept. I don't know what to say because, like I said, I want to collect my thoughts and do a full video about Soul Eater because I, I adore it. It's one of my favorite uh, supernatural shonen battle manga right behind Bleach and uh, probably Noragami is a close third. And lastly, I want to talk about one manhwa. This is solo leveling. You've probably seen a lot of people talk about it um, online. It is probably one of the most popular manhwa. Uh, this is a Korean comic, so it reads like we read books, not like manga, as you... They're opposite. <laughs> uh, so manga reads reverse to how we read English. Uh, these manhwa, I don't know if it's just the translation they did or how uh, the formatting they did. They read like we would read a normal book. Um, so, interesting thing about solo leveling, and a concern people used to have with uh, Manwa being published in physical form, normally you read it on a phone, uh, so it's very much like a scrolling motion for the artwork. I have to say, the composition and way they frame the panels is really good with these. Like, it's, it's a very good experience I've had reading. I have the first four volumes, I'm looking to pick up five and six um a little bit later but i don't know what makes solo leveling work uh this is another series i want to cover uh in its own video simply because it's an enigma um a lot of people love solo leveling even though it is very much a generic power fantasy and i say that with as much respect as i can give it because if you just give me one second here didn't know I would need the uh, <laughs> the novel. This is what it's based off. It is one of the most generic books I have ever read. I can say that with certainty. I got bored 50 pages in. I am going to try to force myself to finish it, but this sucks. I'm gonna be honest. This solo leveling, it's generic. I would say it is on the same level as Sword Art Online. This is just fun. Um, seriously, the artwork seriously carries this story, but I feel like it also enhances the storytelling. Um, there are some really interesting concepts in solo leveling, but honestly, a lot of the reason you are going to enjoy it is if you like badass, really fun action moments, because something stupid will happen and you'll be like, but like stupid good, not stupid bad. Uh, and you'll be like, wait, what was I complaining about? And then you'll go on to read the next five volumes because this series sinks its claws into you. Heavily recommend it. Um, another series I actually do really recommend uh, and has recently been published by Ize Press, which is uh, Yen Press's Korean comics line, is The World After the Fall, I believe is its name. A very interesting series by the author of Omnis omnipotent reader which is available on webtoon um if you want to get into korean comics i i do kind of want to do a video on these as well because they have been growing in popularity and are just really fun to read if i'm being honest um but solo leveling is a good start as well as just sort of browsing webtoon a lot of them are available for free uh and i hope i hope this video has been informational and enjoyable
for you guys. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to cover series that not a lot of people talk about um, because one of the benefits of manga is it's a medium. It's not a genre and there are so many good stories to tell. Most of the stories in this lineup are uh, shonen, except for Oshinoko and uh, Quintessential Quintuplets. Those are kind of enjoyable for any genre. It's not like a gender demographic. Um, it's more so like if you like romance series or if you like... Uh, I don't even know what to classify Oshinoko as, really. Um, but a lot of this is shonen and more uh, like that demographic oriented. But there are a lot of really good series I own that aren't uh, shonen. Some of them that I didn't pull off the shelf include A Silent Voice, which is probably my third favorite manga of all time. It might be the first, I have yet to complete it. Um, the movie is my favorite movie of all time, um, and that's what I experienced first, so I feel like that will always touch me a little bit more than the manga, although both are extremely good. Um, if you're looking for a shoujo series, I haven't read a lot, but if you're looking for something other than Sailor Moon, because I feel like that's what a lot of people recommend, or Yona of the Dawn and Snow White with the red hair, Shuguchara is a series that is getting harder and harder to find, but if you can pick up volumes, it is an awesome magical girl series with messages primarily aimed at young girls, but honestly, they apply to anyone at any stage in life. Um, the best way I can describe it is Miraculous Ladybug, but pretty good and not absolute bullcrap and chip this because I don't I don't understand that fan base at all. I had friends who were into it and they are not my friends anymore. I'm just going to put it that way. Um, but Shuguchara is a really fun magical girl series uh, similar in plot to Miraculous Ladybug, although it came out years prior. Um, and then one, I can't remember the name of it. I picked it up recently, so... Um, I'm not, I'm not going to mention it because I think I'm not, I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's my list of recommendations. I hope if you are new to manga and anime, this helps you and gives you some series that people might not have talked about because I know I wanted series that weren't Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach when I was first getting into it. <laughs>